Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Today we're going to be talking about the national emergency, and also we're going to tie that together with this caravan that's coming up. I've got some real important information for you. First of all, about four weeks ago, I put out a video up on YouTube, and it has got almost 250,000 views, and it got those views in about the first 10 to 14 days. And essentially, I was saying that on October 3rd, there is going to be an EAS message sent out, which is similar to an Amber Alert, and it is scheduled to be sent out to every cell phone in America on October 3rd. Now, I said that there is a 95% chance that the message won't say this is a test, but rather it would say national emergency in effect. Why did I say that? Well, first of all, October 3rd, and I still believe that that was their plan, October 3rd is the eighth day of the Feast of Tabernacles. Those of you that understand the feast understand that they are a mikra. They are a rehearsal. They are a shadow of future appointments. Let me say it again. They are a shadow of future appointments, meaning God is saying, on these days, I will do certain things. So October 3rd being the eighth day of the Feast of Tabernacles, that signals new beginnings. And I think that October 3rd, we crossed over a line in the Spirit, and that's not just as a nation, but yes, as a nation too, but as the world. We crossed over into a time of new beginnings. And those new beginnings, I believe this is America's opportunity to clean herself, to correct herself. Jeremiah 51 verse 9 says, We would have healed Babylon, but she is not healed. Forsake her. Let every man return into his own country. I believe that this is God's opportunity that he has given us to heal our nation, to correct our nation. As you look at, for example, Samson. You remember the story of Samson. We're going to make it real short here. His eyes were put out because they finally figured out his source of power was his hair. They cut off his hair. That took away his power. Then they bound him. They blinded him. But his hair started growing. So they took him down to the temple of Dagon. That's the fish god. Put him at the pillars of the temple. He broke the pillars and caused the temple of Dagon to fall down and kill all the prophets of Dagon. So Samson was used to bring a great deliverance, means to remove the evil from Israel because the prophets of Dagon and the people of, and the Palestinians of those days were over Israel at that time. So that removed the Israel or the evil from Israel, gave them a great deliverance. Same thing happened with Gideon. You remember the story of Gideon and the 300, and they went out and they broke the pots, and that caused the Midianites to begin to fight each other, and the Midianites that were like grasshoppers on the side of the mountain killed themselves, meaning God did a great deliverance. He removed the evil from Israel as a result of that. And then you remember, for example, Elijah. Okay, Elijah went to the prophets of the groves, that was 400 people, and to the prophets of Baal, that's the cow god, and said, tell you what, you set up your sacrifice, and I'll set up my sacrifice. You ask for your God to answer by fire, I'll ask my God to answer by fire, and the God that answers by fire, let him be God. And you remember the story. The uh, prophets of Baal and the prophets of the groves set up their sacrifice, and they called for their God to answer by fire. Uh, no answer. <laughs> so 
Then Elijah began to make fun of them. You see, that's really, this is the story of where we are right now. We are moving into, and as I told you, God spoke audibly and said, these are the days of Elijah, meaning these are the days when there is a great attack, a great battle between the good and the evil. Well, as the story goes on, Elijah began to make fun of the prophets of Baal and the prophets of the groves, saying, oh, well, he's a god. Maybe he's hunting. Maybe he's sleeping. Maybe you need to holler a little louder. And then they begin to holler and they cut themselves. Gus, a blood gushed out and they couldn't get the attention of the God. So finally, after they gave up about the time of the evening sacrifice, the prophet of God, Elijah set up his sacrifice. But that wasn't good enough. He said, pour a barrel of water on it. Pour another one. Pour another one. They poured four barrels of water on the sacrifice and the wood and the stones. Then Elijah called upon the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He answered by fire, and it burned up the sacrifice, the water, the stones, the wood. It burned it all up. Consequently, they killed all 850 of the false prophets. So God gave them a great deliverance. I believe that what is about to happen to America is God is about to give us the same opportunity. He's about to deliver a great deliverance to us. 57,000 people that are either guilty of sex trafficking or corruption are about to be arrested. And in order to do this, look, according to his, and I put this into the DVD, most of this I should say into the video, and explain this. So if you haven't watched it, go to YouTube and type in Prophecy Club channel and then click on the round picture, and then you'll you click on the videos, you'll see a bunch of radio programs come up with the logos, but then you'll see one that has, I think it says, uh, will October 3rd be judgment uh, and sevenfold miracles start. Click on that, it's about an hour long, 250,000 views or almost, and watch that. That will catch you up to date, because I think that this deliverance is still coming. I think it's been delayed. I think that their original plan was that instead of that test going out that says this is a test of the EAS, the emergency alert system, it was originally planned that it would say the words national emergency. Well, why? The day before the EAS on October the 2nd, I got an update on my iPhone. Now, I just asked my congregation this past Sunday, and many of them also had their their phones, I don't know if they were just iPhones, but many of them had updates come to their phone 24 hours before the update. I said, now, how many of your phones went off? And only about 25% of them went off. And they said only about 25% of the phones nationally went off. So why would they go to the trouble to do, and by the way, the update that I got specifically said it turned that feature off. And if I still wanted to get my EAS message, I had to go into the settings and specifically turn it back on. So why would cell phone manufacturers send out an update to turn off people's cell phones so they would not get a simple EAS emergency uh, alert system message from the president simply saying this is a test? Answer, because it wasn't going to be just a test. The plan was it was going to say national emergency, and that would signify the roundup of the 57,000 sealed indictments. Now, let's talk about that. Let's say, for example, you're some kind of law enforcement. You go in before a judge and you swear out a complaint and you get a search warrant or an arrest warrant. 
Well, once you get that search warrant, that arrest warrant, if it's in your hand, what good is it? No good. You have to go serve it. So you go as the law enforcement officer and you bang on the door and you hand them the piece of paper and say, I have a warrant to search or I have a warrant to arrest or whatever the warrant may be, meaning it has to be served. On May the 1st, excuse me, March the 1st of 2018, President Trump signed an executive order and that said basically that he signed two of them. One of them said, if you are into sex trafficking or into corruption, and that we're going to take your property. And then on March the 1st, said he had declared a national emergency to do with this. Two words, remember those words, national emergency. Now, the Trump rally, I believe it was Friday night. I forget which city it was in. I want to say Murfreesboro, but I'm not certain. But I remember him saying that, uh, here, I've, I've got the clip. Let me just play the clip. We don't want caravans. We're not having caravans. So we started the wall. We spent 1.6 billion. We then spent another 1.6 billion. Now we're spending another 1.6 billion. But I want to do it all at one time. But you know what? Watch. Just watch. They're going to go crazy when I say this. You're going to be so happy next week. You're going to see something happen next week. You're going to be very happy. You're going to be very happy. And you know the military is going to the border. You do know that. And I want the people of the caravan to come into our country, but they have to come in legally, like all of the millions of people that are waiting online right now. But you know what? Watch. Just watch. They're going to go crazy when I say this. You're going to be so happy next week. You're going to see something happen next week. But you know what? Watch. Just watch. They're going to go crazy when I say this. You're going to be so happy next week. You're going to see something happen next week. You're going to see something happen next week. Now, yes, he was talking about building the wall, and then he jumps off to this. You're going to see something happen next week. And so it could be just something innocent. Could be that he was just simply talking about that they're going to have some good news about the wall. But that's not what hit me when I heard that. What hit me is the 57,000 people are about to be rounded up. See, there's a thing called the Hatch Act which says that if you are an employee of the federal government, that you cannot do anything that will affect the election so many days before the election. And there are people out there, and I'm one of them that agree with them, that's the reason Q went silent on October the 9th. He has not said anything since October the 9th. And the reason is because he probably works for the federal government and he can't say anything that should affect or could affect the election. So that means to me, what he's probably talking about is shortly after the election, we will probably see our Gideon, our Samson, our Elijah. We're probably going to see 57,000 evil people rounded up. Now, one of the things that I was just talking to a good friend of mine, and I said, the way God works to bring us down to judgment is this. He puts a choice in front of us with sins all over us. And it appears that we are choosing the right decision, making the right choice, doing the right thing. 
But when we step into that decision, we discover that it moves us to judgment or moves us to death. Now, right now, we see that Trump is saying, and I'm going to talk about this more just saying, but he's saying that he is going to send active military down on the Mexico border to stop the caravan. Several of our leaders have said, caravan, don't come. You're not getting in. Now, as we look at that, I think most of us listening would probably say, if the immigrants want to come into America, don't try to break our laws. Don't try to break our fences down. Stand in line, fill out the application, and come in legally. We want you to come in, but you have to come in. There are certain standards or certain forms or certain things. Look, everything. I just went and voted, okay? You can't just break in there and vote. There are certain things you have to do. You go to a grocery store, certain things you have to do to get the groceries, okay? Everything has a procedure. Everything has a standard. You can't just get 14,000 people just to decide that they're going to go break down a fence and come into a nation. So it appears that Trump is making the right decision by sending active military. We're going to talk about that more in just a second. But my point is, what if it's actually going to be bad for us? What if this national emergency, I believe it is God's opportunity for us to heal our nation, but but what if something goes terribly wrong? What if when there's 57,000 people are rounded up, that the other side that likes those 57,000 people, what if they don't like it? So what if this even makes more of a problem, more of an internal revolution? This is a Trump tweet, October 25th. It says, Brandon Judd of the National Border Patrol Council is right when he says on Fox and Friends that the Democratic-inspired laws make it tough for us to stop people at the border. Must be changed. But I'm bringing out the military for this national emergency. They will be stopped. Now, the reason I read that particular tweet to you is because it has the two words I've been talking about. Again, March 1, 2018, in the executive order signed by President Donald Trump, he said, quote, I am declaring a national emergency to deal. And then he goes on to talk about basically people that are guilty of sex trafficking and corruption. But he says the two words, national emergency. So you got to ask yourself, if this was only going to be a test October 3rd, why would several of the cell phone companies send out updates to the cell phones to turn the cell phones off so they would not get the EAS alert, which is similar to an Amber Alert, when they were all set to receive them before? It's because it wasn't going to be just like an Amber Alert. It wasn't going to be just as simple, this is a test. I'm telling you, it was going to say national emergency. I don't have a thus saith the Lord on this. I'm just telling you what I sense in my heart, what I see, what I step back and I see things that are happening. Now, let's tie the national emergency with the 57,000 people arrested to what is going on. The border, these, these people coming down the caravan are coming up. He's saying that, let me read it again. And I'm bringing out the military for this national emergency. So now Trump has two reasons to declare a national emergency. Just because he has said, I'm declaring a national emergency in an executive order, doesn't mean that the arrest warrant or the search warrant has been served until you actually knock on the door and hand them the search or the arrest warrant. So by sending it out in an EAS message, that is supposed to go to all cell phones in America, 
That is service. That is in you have been served. As in America, you have been served. And that gives him the authority to send active military to the borders, also to arrest 57,000 people, and to put them on military tribunals that, according to our one friend that came on, he said that those people could be tried, sentenced, and convicted, all 57,000 of them in some like three or four months. Now let's talk a little bit more about this caravan. Let me refresh your memory. September 10, 28, or 2008, Leslie had a dream. Leslie doesn't have just nothing dreams. Uh, I do not know of a prophecy that she has missed. September 10, 2008, she said the dream started off with major traffic problems. People were leaving Mexico like rats leaving a sinking ship. Would you say 14,000 people walking out of Mexico might, if you were seeing that in a dream, would you say that that might be defined as rats leaving like a sinking ship? Yeah, I think it would say, okay. People were even driving on the wrong side of the road heading north into America. Well, if you look at some of the videos right now, you see that there's a two-lane road. The people walking up north are taking off the grass portion and off of the uh, one side, and they're even taking up like three-fourths of the other lane. So I can see where that is true, where people are having to ride, drive on the wrong side of the road going north or actually south into America, but definitely north. So that's two points of the prophecy have already been fulfilled. They were using both north and southbound lanes to flee. Now, that part has not come to pass yet, but hang on. Some were racing around two-lane twisting mountainous roads in both lanes. Horns were honking. People were frantic. Chaos was everywhere. I was in a room high above looking down. I saw a dark-skinned man with an accent making, here it is, sexual advances toward a woman. Now, let's hold on, and I'm gonna, we're going to come back to that same place here in just a second. Let me jump to a newspaper headline. It says, this comes to us, by the way, from Hal Turner of HalTurner.com. It says, Migrant Caravan Loots, Robs, Food Store, colon, Beats Up Owners in Mexico. Let me read it again. Migrant Caravan Loots and Robs Food Store, Beats Up Owners in Mexico. It goes on to say, video from the city of Hidalgo, Mexico, shows the so-called, quote, migrant caravan looting and robbing a food market, dragging its owner and employees out and beating them to steal food for their ongoing trek to the United States. Hmm. What does the prophecy say? Again, this is 2008. I was in a room high above looking down. I saw a dark-skinned man with an accent making sexual advances toward a woman. And by the way, there have been reports of rapes and molestations coming out of this caravan. Oh, but they're just a bunch of women and children. At least that's what the news says. There was total chaos. Some of the people were breaking into hotels through windows and stealing. They were stealing money and personal items from hotel guests. I saw several hurricanes hitting northern America and southern Texas. Just last week, there was a Category 5. It, I think it downgraded to like a 3 or 4 before it actually hit Mexico. But the point is, we just had a hurricane hit Mexico. Hang on. There's more. And southern Texas. One right after another. Well, right now, we only have one hurricane has hit Mexico. So we're still looking to see if the rest of this gets fulfilled. One right after another. Like Frisbees thrown one after another. From the air, they looked like giant gray circular stepping stones thrown one after another against the shores of Mexico. 
and slightly hitting extreme South Texas, but mainly hitting Mexico. I saw thousands of people leaving Mexico in cars, school buses, pouring into the United States. Just this morning on Fox News, I saw that they have like dump trucks, they have flatbeds, they have all kinds of vehicles. They just drive up and people hang on for dear life and they haul them down the road as far as they can haul them down the road. That's happening. So out of the, I don't know, probably, I didn't count them up, six points of this prophecy, we probably had four of the six already come to pass. Hang on, there's more. So people were leaving the devastation of Mexico and forcing their way into America by the thousands. Now, as I've said, Dimitri Dudeman and me and also Eddie Chumney all agree that Revelation 18, Jeremiah 50 and 51 and some others, which I'm not covering right now, all are talking about America specifically. This verse is talking about America. Jeremiah 51, verse 14. It says, Surely I will fill thee with men as with caterpillars, and they shall lift up a shout against thee. Well, already the immigrants that have come in are pretty much what you would call Democrats today. They've turned against us. They are the enemy. They are the ones that are voting and working against what we do. I mean, that's the whole push for diversity, okay? In other words, the diversities that are not Christians. They are the, quote, others that have come in, and they don't want to be Christian. They just want to take over the nation, and they come to, like the devil does, kill, steal, and destroy. But the point is, the prophecy says that God is going to fill our nation with foreigners. That's what it's saying. And it, it gave the example like caterpillars. In other words, by the thousands, maybe by the millions. And now this headline says it is in the process of happening. Now let's go on to the next headline. This again comes from HalTurner.com. Headline, White House, Article 4, Section 4, Authority to Act on, quote, Foreign Invasion Force, unquote, Approaching Southern Border. Courts have no say. It goes on to say, that this is an update to the original coverage of the so-called migrant caravan approaching the U.S. border, and they, they go on to say that the authority, uh, that the president does have the authority to send a, an, a, a, a military source or an active military down to fight a foreign invasion force. We have 14,000 people in this caravan and if you'll watch TV like I'm watching TV, and according to Sarah Carter that walked with them for two days, she says about 80% of them are military-age males. Military-age males. Well, all you got to do is give these a little bit of anger and a little bit of weapons, an AK-47 and some bullets and maybe a shoulder-mounted RPG and maybe a few grenades, and you've got an invasion force. This is still from HalTurner.com. He says, President orders military deployment to southern border. He said, minutes ago, President Donald Trump signed deployment orders for the 82nd Airborne Division of the United States Army, instructing them to deploy from Fort Bragg, North Carolina, to the U.S. southern border at Mexico. In addition, the 1st Army Division of the United States Army at Fort Bliss has been given a 72-hour ready standby order to begin shipping armored vehicles to the southern border via rail. As I've said, this caravan and us sending active military down on our border could be creating a colossal 
problem for us. Now let's go back to what the prophecy said. The prophecy said the fall of America will start with an internal revolution, started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, listen to this, Nicaragua, Central America, let me say it again, Nicaragua, Central America, I'm about to discuss that, Mexico and two of the countries will attack. The Russians will bombard the nuclear missiles and America will burn. Okay, so the first part of this, the fall of America will start with an internal revolution. My opinion, I think that that internal revolution started with the election of Donald Trump. And then it says started by the communists. I think the communists are people like CNN, ABC, NBC, CBS, New York Times, and others that are stir- they're making people angry with their words on TV. The third part, I think, is the 57,000 people rounded up. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. And some of those people fighting against the government are probably going to be immigrants. They might be part of this caravan coming up. But I looked up to see, okay, well, what are the countries that are called Central America? There's actually seven of them. They are Panama, Costa Rica, Nicaragua, Honduras, El Salvador, Belize, and Guatemala. I think that's interesting because the prophecy specifically mentions the nations that are going to be attacking us. Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two of the countries he couldn't remember. I think those two of the countries are probably going to be Venezuela and Iraq, but they also might be Venezuela and Colombia. All of those are those South Central American countries. What happens if we arrest 57,000 people? Then we get all the people that love the Bill and Hillary Clintons and all of those top people that get arrested. They're all protesting. So we got those protests going on. And it's not just protest. It's probably going to be bullets and blood and burning and looting and blowing up dams and bridges. And, okay, like we can't even imagine kind of trouble that could be. Okay, So we got all that happening. But then we also have 14,000 people that show up to the southern border. And Trump sends active military down there. Let's say it doesn't go well. Let's say the 14,000 military age males say, no, we're not going to be stopped. And then about that time, somebody up comes up behind them and hands them guns and bullets. And all of a sudden, we have a war on our southern border. And so Trump says, okay, you're going to do that. Then I'm going to pull out the stops. And so what happens if our active military actually starts really fighting? What happens if Trump says, kill them all? And let's say there's a great slaughter on our southern border. So is that going to make Central America? Let's look at it. Is that going to make Colombia, Venezuela, Panama, Costa Rica, Nicaragua, Honduras, El Salvador, Belize, Guatemala? Is that going to make those seven, eight, or nine countries angry at us? Well, we already have Cuba angry at us. And, of course, Russia would love to take us out. So can you see that in the next year or two, maybe three tops, can you see that there could be big problems? Okay, so I want you to try to get this picture. So we have all of the people angry about the 57,000 people arrested. Then we have a war on our southern border, and all of these Central American countries are angry. Now, in the spirit, what is God seeing? He's seeing a nation that has been weighed in the balances and has been found wanting, meaning that there's so much evil in our nation, just like Revelation 18 says. She's become the habitation of devils, the hold of every foul spirit, 
in the cage of every unclean and hateful bird, and boom, just like that we get hit with an earthquake. And it's a bad one. And it's right up the center of our country. Large portions of California fall into the ocean. A tsunami hits the East Coast. And just like that, America is almost wiped out. And then Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, two other countries attack and defeat us. Finish wiping us off. That could happen in the next year or two or three. I'm not trying to set a date. I'm just trying to paint a scenario that is very realistic. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers. And thank you. We do need your gifts of support. God bless. Now from the Prophecy Club, some exciting opportunities for you. You can now watch 160 Prophecy Club recordings and soon over 300 without interruption. Most people would agree 300 titles, normally $30 each, a gift of $100 a month would be reasonable, $50 a pretty good deal, but the introductory rate for a limited time is just $20, recurring monthly subscription. A one-year subscription is a gift of $200. There's no contract. You can cancel any time you want to, and you get the first three days free just to check it out. The best deal is a yearly subscription that will lock in your rate for a year even when we raise the rates. WatchProphecyClub.com. Go check it out. WatchProphecyClub.com.